Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, bung bung, it's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman cause I always deliver, aka the uh, the magnum PI of podcasting, the PhD of podcasting, you know me, you know my pedigree, let's just turn this uh, camera a little bit, give me a bit more space over here, um, uh, I don't know if you guys can see that on the YouTube episode of the Welcome to the Party podcast, but that is, that is a soundproof Welcome to the Party sign, bro. That's fucking sound proof. That shit is, that shit is repping the brand. I got the fucking shirt on. See how it matches, bro? Dude. Just understand. Just understand that this shit is a legitimate operation. The sound quality in here is just getting better and better because this shit is proofed the fuck up. Proofed up, bro. Dude, I'm watching right now as we speak. I'm watching Golden State versus uh, the LA Clippers. Uh, Game 6, do or die for the Clippers. Uh, Golden State's embarrassing themselves, really, that they're even in Game 6 against the 8th seed. Um, But it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. But um, uh, it is the second quarter, seven minutes to go in the second. Uh, Golden State's up 48-40. to Um, And I think Kevin Durant has about half of their points. So it it is what it is. But back to my sign, bro. Are you fucking kidding me? How fucking delicious does that shit look? Hell yeah. Um, so shout out to Lewis Dalby, a uh, friend of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. He's been on the show before. Uh, Lou Dala, um, Lewis Dalby. Um, oh shit. Gross Motif, bro. He's, he, he's got so many Instagrams, bro. And if I wasn't, if I wasn't repping a Welcome to the fucking Potty t-shirt, I'd probably be repping a, um, Gross Motif t-shirt because I love them shits, bro. And I'm waiting for the next release, actually, because um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. And this might be a little bit gross for you. But I had a white Gross Motif t-shirt that I I wore quite a bit. Sometimes I worked out in it. Sometimes I did gardening in it. Sometimes I was just nervous. So I was sweating in it. And uh, I started to get those yellow stains under the armpits. And when that happens to my white shirts, I toss them. I toss them, host. Sorry. So I had to toss a gross motif shirt um, because I, I'm not going to give that to the salvos. I don't want them to have dirty pit stained shit. Like that's embarrassing, bro. I'll, I'll give them my good shit. I'll give them my good shit all the time, bro. Believe that. Um, so what else? What else? Um, oh, by the way, I came into this episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast with absolutely no notes uh, because to be honest, when I got up this morning, uh, well, first of all, busy week at work, short week though, because of all the um, Anzac, oh, Anzac Day, I went to the dawn service on Anzac Day, it was beautiful, um, I do love going, as you guys may or may not know, I've got a couple of friends that served, I work, I work with veterans as well, so it's, it, it's something that I like to do to show my respect, um, 
So I went to the dawn service at Brighton because I went to Brighton High School. Um, and my friend from high school, he, uh, he served. Um, so, shit, Kevin Durant! Um, so, I, you know, I want to respect him and I want to respect all the veterans, all the Anzacs, you understand? So, um, thank you to the Anzacs uh, or, or soldiers around the world who uh, fight for the freedom of their country. And, um, you know, I think we take our freedoms for granted. Uh, and especially if we, if we don't have someone in our family that fought in a war or something like that, sometimes we just forget about that shit like it doesn't apply to us. But I think it applies to everybody. Because we live in a very, very free country where we uh, we get to do podcasts and say whatever the fuck we want on them shits. Um, and nobody, nobody like arrests us. And I'll be saying wild political shit sometimes, but I'm kind of over talking about politics. Uh, I just like being a silly goose all the time. And you know what? Because of our veterans, I'm allowed to be a silly goose all the time, bro. So I'm just goosing, bro. I'm just being a silly goose out here at the Welcome to the Potty podca- Podcast. And that's absolutely fine. Um, uh, you guys, you guys can see my hair. Uh, I need to get it fixed up a little bit because, um, uh, to be honest, it's getting a bit fluffy. I'm looking a little bit like, um, my boy, uh, Kawhi Leonard out there. So if we can just get a little bit of Kawhi Leonard love on the track. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that's me. That's really what I've been up to. Had a busy week. Oh yeah. Why don't I have notes? Had a busy week at work, dawn services and all this. Um, then, then you know, soundproofing, picking up, picking up the sign from Luda, um, putting up a little bit more of this soundproof Johns, you know. So, um, I'm soundproof. I'm soundproof in here or sound safe. I don't know what I'm, what I'm is, but I'm is what I'm is, and I'm ain't what I'm ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty. Okay, so. Um, since I don't have notes, let me think for a minute and we'll just go straight into Clay's reviews at the top of the episode. What? Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. Uh, so I have finished, um, what was it? I've only, oh. It's called Shit's Creek. It's called Shit's Creek, uh, and it's on Netflix. If you wanna, if you wanna give it a crack, it's got about four seasons on Netflix. But I think when I looked at it, it's got about I think it's got about five or six seasons though. But I think we're still waiting on a couple on Netflix. But I banged out four seasons of that, and um, bro, that shit's mad funny. That shit is mad funny. It's like. It's got a story like that you follow, but you can watch it when it like from wherever. And they're just they are some silly geese, bro, just like me. So it's so fun to watch it. And um it's it's like family and, and all that and how they experience some hardships and it brings them closer together and it's it's really cute and really funny and really like um uh alternative maybe. It's not there's not really anything like it out there. Uh, it's got your man Eugene Levy, so the the awkward dad from American Pie. He's in that shit, and uh, I'm sorry I'm not using my cunt mug today. I've got my uh, my Jaguar Jaguar mug, you know. So got this Jaguar. You can probably see that if I put it up to the camera there. Jaguar. 
Um, you know, because sometimes when you're pulling in mm, them chips, you get Jaguar mugs. You don't get the car, though, because you, you're not pulling in chips like that. Um, oh. That's my second coffee of the day. And I love coffee. And I'm going to have one right after this episode, too. Um, but yeah, Shits Creek, bro. Eight. Eight, probably, out of ten. I'm going to give it eight out of ten right now. So, eight out of ten, Shits Creek. I highly recommend it if you're a silly goose like me. Um, uh, shit, bro. I straight up don't know what to talk about today. What else? Oh, Sri Lanka. Um, over the Easter weekend, I was in... I think I told you guys... I was off the grid, so I couldn't really see any news or nothing. But I, I did see this nonsense in Sri Lanka. And um, I, I'm really, it just really makes me feel sad that, that this shit's still going on. And it's all like based around religion and all this shit. And like, I don't know. I don't know. Sri Lanka's, uh, Sri Lanka was sort of known for this kind of activity back in the day. And like their, so their tourism was all fucked up. But people who have been, like tourism's grown like 400% over the last decade or some shit. And this is just a big step in the wrong direction for them, bro. So it really upsets me. Is it, and, and, and it's not about tourism, I understand that. But like, it hurts me that, that, that this is the world that we live in, bro. You know? Because I, you know, I flip flop with the idea of, you know, someday having kids. I think that there's already too many people on this planet. I don't really want to add to that. Um, not that I, I don't, I think I could be a good dad, bro, but it's not about that. Like, I don't have a huge desire for it, but like, if I was to do it, I, um, Lou Will and, um, Draymond Green over there talking shit. I love, I love KD's free throw. Give the shit me, you know? Um, so, fuck, what was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, so and then like shit like this happens. It's like, do I really want to bring a child into this world when when there's wild shit like this happening? Like there's really wild cowboys out there, bro. Like for real. Um, hold on, just I'm just pulling up a, a news website because, like, to be honest, I don't have heaps to talk about. Um, so yeah, it just fucking yeah. It fucking hurts me so much when I, when I see shit like this going on and I just, I just wish people would stop this nonsense, man. It's so stupid, bro. Like you're just hurting people for what? Like that's what you think that's what your God wants you to do. Like, come on, dog. Shit's so dumb. You're a dummy. You dumb fuck. Um, I hate terrorists, bro. I hate terrorism. I hate onions and I hate, I hate racism also, but. You know, there's some, there's some fucking sisms out there, bro. Some T, some T war, some T, some T roarism, some, um, some Ray Rayism, some, some sism, bro. Terror sism, bro. Some, uh, some racism, you know, sugar racism, bro. Um, you know, Ray Romano, Ray, racism, you know, Ray Charles, Ray. Charles, comma, Ray, schism. Romano, comma, Ray, schism, bro. It's just schisms. Sugar Ray, schism. That's the one you want. That's the best 
one. I wish I could think of someone else that has a Ray in their name. Montrez Harrell. I, I figured out that's how you say his name, but it's it's spelled Montrez with an L on the end, like Montrezel. I used to call him Montrezel because that's how um, black people say Daryl is De- Darrell. Um, so I like to call him Montrezel with that that twang on it. You know, Montrezel Harrell. Montrezel Harrell. Will Pharrell. Um... Sometimes I just I just keep talking, bro, and that's okay. Um, since I'm just, uh, since I'm talking about sports, Triple M, how we just, how about we just get the um, the uh, the short sports intro? Um, and that's and that's the short sports intro. And sometimes when I'm doing that. It gets me to talking about AFL football. Now I've got I've got some qualms. I've got some serious fucking qualms about the AFL. Um, you think the game? You know, it's been around for so many years, bro. Um, but the skills just not improving. It's an oval ball. It's a weird ball to kick. Um, but we still haven't learned to kick it. You guys practice every day, and you still cannot kick a set shot at goal. Um. Am I a professional footballer? Do I have the right to be talking shit? My Anzacs fought for the right to me for me to make a podcast about whatever I want to make a podcast about. So you need to learn how to kick a footy if you want me to keep watching it, bro. There's a thing out there now, a service called KO, and this is not an ad, and it's like a subscription service. You pay per month and you get to watch sports, uh, sports. Baseball, basketball, football, football, you know? And um, it pisses me off that if you want me to watch AFL and I have to pay like fucking $24 a month or whatever the fuck it is, and I'm sorry for cursing, but this is an explicit, this isn't for your kids. Don't listen to this in the car with your kids unless you want your kids to grow up being dope. Um, Montrezale, Harrell. Patrick Beverly shooting a three. I don't know if that's his pedigree really to be honest. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, if you want me to pay however much per month, um, you've got to talk to the AFL and get them to kick more footies at practice or something. Because if you're going to just miss set shots and I'm just going to be watching footy and getting mad at how bad every team is at footy. Bro, like Richmond is good. Um, the end. No, well, St. Kilda's top of the ladder right now, I think. Here, let's check. Let's check. Since we, you know, sometimes we open this shit up. Um, AFL ladder. Here we go. We got 40 seconds left in the, in the first half. 40 seconds left in the second quarter here. KD pull up. Trey. He wanted the foul. But he fucking, KD... KDB. Um, latest AFL ladder. Let's click on that. See how that fucking rolls for us, you know? AFL ladder. How come it just opens... It just opens more windows. Not fucking happy with that. That's shit. Let's just exit that. Where'd that fucking window go? This is wild, bro. Oh. Is this the actual 2009 Premiership? Okay, so yeah. 
there's a change in the ladder. So played, everyone's played either five or six games. Okay, so the best the best record at the moment is four wins. The worst is one win, but you've got you've got five teams on four wins. And I mean, it is early in the season. That'll all change a bit later. But five teams on four wins, bro. Like, so it's just a percentage game for who's on top. So St. Kilda's still on top, I guess, um, with percentage. Well, they're fourth on percentage, but they're still on wins. They're tied for first with four, four other teams. Geelong, Collingwood, Port Adelaide, St. Kilda, Richmond. Okay, so those guys, you would assume are playing good footy. But then when you tell me that Port Adelaide... Yesterday was playing against um, North Melbourne, who is second to last on the ladder. Okay, and Port Adelaide won by about two goals. And it was a garbage game that I could barely watch. And I was just making fun of it the whole time. Okay, like, what do you want me to do, AFL or KO? Like, what do you want me to do? Because I, I cannot continue to watch this brand of football you guys need to fucking learn how to kick bro why is there dudes having set shots at goal kicking it out on the full bro do you know how much space is between all them goal posts you couldn't get one point bro i think it might be like five meters each so let's say 15 meters you got a 15 meter space to kick a fucking footy through how much space between goal posts google that shit we're going down a Google rabbit hole today on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, Google.com. Um, so we want how much space between a FL goal posts. Uh, goal and behind posts. Two posts. Goal posts. Minimum. Six point four meters apart. Oh my God. So you're talking almost 20 meters. 6, 12, 18 plus 3.4s, which equals 4, 8, 12, 1. You're talking 19 meters. 19.2 meters, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. 19.2 meters. You couldn't kick it. I bet. Oh, you could. Okay. 19.2 meters, bro. Jesus Christ. I could eat some fucking bad sushi and turn backwards and take a shit. A projectile shit, bro. Through the uprights. From 50 meters, probably. I've done it before, bro. I once I once ate um some uh some bad eggs on a on a flight in from from France. And um, they had to open the emergency exit. They told everyone to put their seatbelts on. We're opening the door up because Clay's gonna Clay's gonna take shit out of the door because he's already busted one of the toilets. So they had to strap me in so I wouldn't fly out the door. And I shot a missile poop out of my asshole. Um, and the French embassy actually called the pilot and was like, "Why are you firing? Why are you firing at us? I thought we were allies." And he was like, "No, that was just Clay. He had to take a fat shit. He had some bad eggs." You know how plain food is. And the embassy was like, I bet. Le bet. You know? It was a wild time. And you and you can't kick a goal from 50. You can't kick a goal from 30 in front of the fucking thing. Is what I'm saying. It just makes me so mad. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name names. But like... 
you get paid so much money, bro, and 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 you and none of you fucking respond to my request to be on the podcast. Okay, I know you're busy, but you're so not kick. You're not busy kicking footies, that's for sure. You know. Um. So that's sports. Because <laughs> you know there'll be another crit- critical episode with um Calvin Fresh. Uh, and we'll break down the first round of the playoffs, and we'll give our round two predictions. So, um, I'm not gonna do that here through this platform. Uh, what else, uh, what else, what else is hot right now in the streets? Beyond Meat is going public. Now, Beyond Meat is this, uh, vegan, uh, burger, beef burger, like fake beef, right? It's plant-based. Um, and it's like, you cannot tell the difference, right? Um, and I, it's like selling out and, and every store gets put in and it's like, bang, I'm out of here. That shit like grows legs and walks the fuck out. I've seen it happen. These boots were made for walking and that's just what they'll do. One of these days beyond meat's gonna walk all over you. So what I'm trying to say when I sing that song is you motherfuckers, I think it's a good move. You guys, you guys want to make some fucking cash, bro. And I mean, they call me the financial advisor of podcasting, bro. They've said that before. Oh my God. He's got a new nickname. Oh, it's so easy. Easy money. Uh, And it's the financial podcaster of podcasting. So the financial advisor of podcasting. So give me that ding, man. Give me that fucking cash register. It's the financial advisor of podcasting is here and he's letting you know that um you need to you need to invest, bro, in Beyond Meat. You need to invest. It's half time now, so I can stop looking at the screen. Um most points in a half playoff history. Sleepy Floyd 39, Kevin Durant 38, Charles Barkley 38. Sleepy Floyd was in 1987, Charles Barkley was in 1994. Um, so that's pretty, uh, that's a stat. You always learn something new at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, so shit. I just remember I was talking so much shit earlier and I forgot what I was talking about, but I thought it was kind of funny. Mm, I remember Sugar Ray Sism. Um, I might just write that down. Sometimes you got to write things down and just remember how funny it was. Um, but that's probably going to be the name of this episode, just just to be honest with you. Um, even though Money Making Mitch usually names the episodes, but I have to send that through to him so he, he, can, he can know that I think it's a good idea. But I might say some other wild shit later that's even better than that. Who knows? Um, shit. This is so stupid, this website. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. This is, this is a a smart question because, okay, now I've said before, I don't want to get too political, but, um, Bernie Sanders the other day said, uh, was saying that, um, felons should be able to vote. Um, but here's the problem is non-felons aren't even voting. 
you cats in America, you don't it's you don't have to vote. Where in Australia, you have to vote. But in America, if you get a felony, you don't get to vote no more. Bernie Sanders, um, this guy, he thinks socialism is the way. I guess. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know what the way is because it's always wrong. There's nothing that's gonna make this world work. Okay, I'll tell you what will work. Um, there's about eight billion cats on this motherfucker. Let's. Let's chop that shit down. Let's chop that, that shit down to about 3 million, right? 3 million of... I mean, million. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, million would be very nice. It'd be so much space. But 3 billion, right? In the whole world. Now, there's a lot of space for 3 billion cats. We can chill. You know, everything. everything's just a little bit more low-key. You understand? With 8 billion cats, there's a lot of assholes. Um, there's a lot of uh, podcasters. Uh, terrorists. There's a lot of terrorists. Um... Uh, bitches, soft motherfuckers. There's a lot of them out there. Wipe them cats out. Get rid of the terrorists, bro. Get rid of the pussies. Like anyone that's um, gluten free, get rid of them. You allergic to gluten, bro? Like, don't let we let's get rid of you. We will. We won't breed with you. Then we'll get rid of that. We'll get rid of this gluten free shit. Like so dumb, bro. And then you got to eat these shitty cookies because your girlfriend's gluten free. My girlfriend's not gluten free, so I'm not talking about rage, but like. You got to eat these shitty cookies that she brings home, you know? So, you know, it's all fucked up. Like, you don't need to be gluten-free, so don't be. But this is this is how it is. This is how it is now. So, um, get rid of the gluten-free cats. We'll get rid of them, first off. Uh, we'll get rid of terrorists, too. So, um, get rid of them. Um, you know, we'll get rid of... Anyone that's currently lazy, okay? So if you're lazy, get rid of you because laziness is learned. That's not that's not something inside you. Laziness is learned. So you're, you're lazy because like your parents is lazy or something. So we get rid of the lazy people. There will be, you people will only, if they breed, will only have other people that's not lazy coming up, right? Um... Idiots, like dumb people, have you, like we're going to have to get people to have a test too. Um, because some people just shouldn't be, some people shouldn't be allowed to breed if they, if you don't pass high school, if you don't pass 12th grade, you're not allowed to have kids. You should have an automatic vasectomy or whatever if you are, if you don't pass 12th grade. Because you're too stupid to have a kid and then you, you're just going to raise this other fucking idiot, bro. No, man. No, man. I understand a lot of people, a lot of people didn't pass 12th grade and they did very well. They went on to do other things. But if you don't pass 12th grade, you got to at least do like a test where we know that if you're an idiot or you've still got some potential, but you just weren't a school guy, you know? Because idiots got to go, bro. Get rid of the idiots, bro. Um, This is what I'm saying. And then this guy wants felons to vote. But then there's a question here. And I'll just read the question. To avoid looking completely and utterly out of touch with the reality of our prison system, instead of asking, should the Boston bomber have the right to vote? Which is what the reporter asked Bernie Sanders. And this cat said, yes. Um, Don't double down on that, Bernie. Maybe just say, it's a fine line. You're a fuckwit. All right, Bernie? Um, Trump's going to shit all over you, bro. Bernie's, nah, Bernie's out. Sorry, Bernie. Um, Try this. Should a non-violent person stopped with a dime bag lose the right to vote? Absolutely not. A dime bag? A dimey dimey, bro? Nah, son. 
Let that cat vote all day. You know, the Greens want that vote. The Independents or whatever. Hey, weed's almost legal in the US anyway, bro. So they need to get those cats out of jail and take that felony the fuck off of them, bro. It's wild. Um, and that affects way more people than the Boston bomber. You know, there's a few terrorist attacks a year. Few, too fucking many. But all these weed cats getting fines, getting arrested, getting felonies, bro. With a dimey, bro. The only dimeys that I want uh, to get arrested is none, bro. No dime bags, no dime pieces, bro. Unless it's one of those dime teachers that's fucking with young kids. You understand? Um, fuck. What was I talking about? Bernie Sanders. He's... He's, he's not really, uh, he's not really a realistic dude. And hey, maybe you don't think that my idea is realistic, but I'll tell you what's good. It's good quality, bro. They call me quality control. They call me the, the quality assurance of podcasting. Every podcast comes through me and I have to approve it. You understand? Um, that's two new nicknames today that I'm probably going to forget, but it's all gold here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Now, if this wasn't in black and white, you'd see... That this right here, this is gold. And this right here, this is gold, bro. Because it's all gold here. This is me on the golden fucking mic, bro. Okay? Talking so much of that shit today. That good quality shit talk, bro. Um, We need to find... We need to find like a better news page. Because I'm not... I'm just not getting a whole lot coming through here. Um... Here we go, boys. Um, or was I talking about sports? I think I'm done with sports anyway. Elon Musk wants to rate journalists. He'd call he'd call his site Pravda, going to create a site where the public can rate the core of the core truth of any article and track the credibility score over time of each journalist, editor and publication. Um, kind of like that idea, uh, cause of this fake news, you know, and we don't really fuck with fake news here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, I mean, everything is unsourced. So I suppose we do fuck with fake news like a little bit, but, um, I do like that idea because journalists just be writing wild shit all the time, depending on whether they're left or right. Now, I'd probably call myself. Oh, jeez, the belly just the belly just gurgled a bit. Um. Uh, I would I'd say I'm center left, but I'd also say I'm center right some days. So. Oh, there's an ad with Paul George. Um, you've been kicked out of the playoffs. Don't know if anyone saw that. Dame Lillard with about a 38-foot three-pointer. Waved goodbye to them cats. See you, bitches. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> First round again. Sorry, Duke. Um, but hold on. What was my what was my prediction of that series? Um Oh shit, I chose OKC and so did Steve. We're dummies. We're dummies. We both said OKC in six. Ended up, I think, Portland in five. I think. It's all on Sorcerer the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Oh, 
I'm getting a bit of a sore throat, boys and girls. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, we're not even logged in. Because that would be nice to get some um, poor posture of the week, yeah? Let's just see if we can log into the email. I'll tell you guys a story real quick. Um, uh, Money making Mitch, let's get some uh, story time with Clay, if we can. Triple M, Triple M, get some story time with Clay. Um, so I, I, I was telling the story. No, no, I wasn't. This story is a little bit funny. So me and my friend, George, he, oh yes, I was telling a story about George on the last episode of Welcome to the Potty Podcast. The, the one that stood up for me when I got bullied, right? Now, he, he lived two doors down. We used to walk to and from school together like every day. Sometimes we would go to the grocery store called Bilo, okay? Because you buy things at low prices. That's what it was called. And um, we walked that way. So it was a different route um, back home. And we're walking down the street and there's this creepy fucking house with like a locked gate and all the windows are barred up and it looked it looked crazy. Anyway, we're just walking and talking probably about Pokemon or some shit. We loved Pokemon, bro. Red version and blue version and silver version and gold version, those ones. Um so we uh we're walking and this girl pops up behind this fucking <laughs> behind this fence like and she's wearing glasses. She's like this Oh, Jesus, I'm not flexible enough to really do this shit anymore. And she's like, Hello, girls. <laughs> and who are you? And we were like, Oh, shit. Me and George, we're like, Fucking, we take the fuck off, right? So, turns out the house was like a, um, you know, one of those houses where the intellectually disabled have to live. And um, it looked a bit wild in there. Oh, shit. I don't know. I'm not really tired. I went to the gym today and all that, but... Uh-oh. Damn. Um, oh, shit. I'm, like, crying. <laughs> oh, man. You know how they say that, um... Sneezes... Sneezes are, like, an eighth of an orgasm? That's a myth, bro. They feel good. But like, I'm not even, I'm not an eighth close to coming when I, <laughs> when I sneeze, you know, like, a, and you know how they say the female orgasm is supposedly, um, more powerful than the male. Does that mean there's, if it's an eighth of an orgasm, does that mean that their sneezes are like a, a 16th of an orgasm or their sneezes just feel much better than our sneezes? Do you understand what I'm saying? Such a foolish thing to say. That's some. That's one of them rumors that started in like primary school, where me and George were walking from. When hello, girls, and who are you? Ah, <laughs> we were scared as fuck. We were like, what? She's calling us girls. <laughs> and then, um, and I'm not trying to offend the, uh, you know, less fortunate, but. 
There was another guy, and this is the like nineties, early two thousands when you could still call people crazy. Um, there was a guy called Crazy Dave who used to wait out the front of his house, and we used to walk by him and be like, we wouldn't call him Crazy Dave. We'd be like, "Oh, hey, Dave, whatever." One day we're just walking to school, and um, George is like, "Hey, Dave," and he just like fucking charges. He just comes charging at us. We're like, "Fuck!" We fucking take the fuck off, bro. We're out of there, bro. And you know, you know how fucking, you know, I'm always telling you guys that kids just are not ready, bro. Like you shouldn't be born until you're probably like 27. Cause that's when you actually fucking are ready. Like I wasn't even ready when I was 18, bro. You know, I was a fucking dummy, bro. So like this game's too easy for, um, Golden State. They're up 18 in the third dream on to, to Durant, Durant doing a little bit of, uh, Oh, turnover. Nope, foul. Foul. And Beverly cannot believe it. He never can. He's so extra, bro. But I like Chicago Cats, bro. That's my city, basically. Him and um, Durant just have not stopped talking that shit this whole series, you know? Nah, that is a foul, Patrick. You got to stop that. You got to stop that shit. So, yeah, I'm always saying how kids aren't ready, right? And they're fucking... So... This is how you know that kids are not ready, bro. They, first of all, you send the, you send them notes home with a kid. They don't give them to their parents. They're not thinking when they get home. They put banana peels, old bananas and shit is in the bottom of their backpacks. It's disgusting. But then they won't even zip their whole backpack up. So then when Crazy Dave's chasing kids, they, um, you know, they, they run and their bag is going up and down on their back and it opens and opens and opens and lunch boxes and Game Boys and off bananas and books and excursion letters that never got home. They're all falling out of the bag and shit, right? Kids, kids are so stupid, bro. So stupid. Like, just do your bag up and do them straps up so it rides higher instead of bouncing around when you're running from a crazy man. Um... So that's a couple of stories. Uh, and I forgot to I forgot to log into the email while I was telling the story. Um, so let me just log in here and see if you guys have sent in some poor posture of the week. I'm sorry I'm so disorganized today. I think put I just got so excited putting that sign up behind me. Shout out to Ludar, man. Um shout out to fucking Ludar. I keep forgetting what my password is right now because I can't stop talking. And I'm watching the NBA at the same time. Steph Curry fumble. Gets it to Durant. Patrick Beverly's right up in Durant's jocks. Durant to Green. Green turnover. Landry Shamet to Gilgis Alexander. Old gorgeous Alexander to Shamet. Shamet three-pointer. The score is 64 to 76. 12 points. And I think your man Steve's curd. Steve's curd. Oh, is that what we're going to call him? Steve's curd. He's just called a timeout. So maybe now I can focus on my passwords. So, um, okay. Here we go. Oh, that's turn. <laughs> That's so dumb, bro. That's listen to this fuck shit. 
Oh shit, I didn't even play the theme song. Let's go. Um, Triple M. Alright. This is all so wild right now. Wild. They're, you guys have... You guys have sent in some wild shit. Now that, that's... You guys are both... There's people... So many people sending in some of the same shit this week because it's wild. But that that's going to be literally this fuck shit. Um, check this out though. So this guy... This is... Now this is the essence of poor posture. So Georgia... Oh, female listeners. Female listeners. Clap it up for Georgia. Um... George has sent this one in. Um, here's the here's the uh, headline: Man who removed his condom during sex with a prostitute has been jailed for rape. Um, now, now you got to just you got to consider your own safety, guy. So, do we have his name? Lee Hogben. Hogben sounds like that. Sounds like um. You know, well, it sounds like Hogs Ben, Hogs Breath Cafe, you know, but he doesn't really even look that much like a pig. He actually, he actually looks a bit like a bird, but, um, the problem is that he does actually look like he would remove a condom while fucking a prostitute. Now, now I don't mean to use the F word like that, but this is what this guy's doing. So you're going to have sex with a prostitute. That's fine. Sometimes you got to, sometimes you got to bust a nut. Sometimes you want to do it in a woman. Sometimes you want to pay for the pussy. Some prostitution, this is what you're paying for. You're not paying to have sex. You're paying for them to leave. You understand? That's the beauty of the thing. There's no attachments. That's what you're paying for with prostitution. Okay? You're paying for them to fuck you and flee. Sorry to be crass. Well, you're not making love with a prostitute, are you? You're having sex. You're fucking. You're boning. You're banging. You're boinking. Why are there so many B words? That means sexual intercourse, coitus, you know? Um, I used to know a guy named Ron Coitus, but ironically, he was actually a virgin until he was 49 years old, bro. He beat the record. He beat the record. Um, and that's what he called his penis. <laughs> um, so this guy's had sex with a prostitute. He's taken his dinger off which is Australian for condom, his rubber, um, his hat, his jacket, his raincoat. Okay, he's taken that off, um, and which, which they're calling rape, which I guess is, you know, it's true. If he's fucking around with prostitutes, he may have a disease, but here's the thing. She may have a disease, so why are you doing this, bro? You know why? Because he, the bulletproof vest, that shit, that shit really numbs your pipe. And your pipe game can look real lame when you when you um when you got a you know a rubber on. It doesn't feel good for you. Doesn't feel good for her. She probably was doing the fake screaming though, so I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But um, a man he's been jailed. His name's Lee Hogben. He's been jailed for twelve years for raping a sex worker by taking off a condom during intercourse. And he looks like he would do such a thing. Um, but he also looks like uh, he would. For sure, like if you put a bowl of bird seed in front of him, that he'd just start pecking at it, bro. He looks like a bird for sure. And um, yeah, so he gets poor posture of the week for that. Um, 12 years, fair. I don't think he needs to, 
I don't think he needs to get any backdoor action for what he did. Oh, well, it is rape, isn't it? It is rape. So, yeah, maybe... Maybe, maybe, well, maybe a finger blasted in the showers from a guy um, they call Frank the Hand. And they call him that because he actually got in an accident when he was a child. He, he was born in Chernobyl. Um, and the radiation from Chernobyl fucked his hand up. And now his fist is the size of a basketball. So you're going to get a good finger blasting from that guy. <laughs> I'm so full of shit, man. <laughs> now, what? What? No, bro. This is some fuck shit. We're going to listen to this fuck shit after this, bro. Um. Alright. Now this is some more poor posture from Jane. Yo. Is our, is our fucking... Is our fucking woman listening... Listeners... I'll get money making Mitch to send us through a fucking, uh, a, um, thing, a report or whatever of our listeners. So, uh, taxi driver sexually assaulted passenger, then told her, I got you home safe. Um, his name's Arfan. So he's obviously, uh, middle, middle Eastern. I didn't, Hey, 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 that's not racist. That's just an assumption. His name's Arf, Arfan, which is probably Arfan, you know? Are fun. Tell me that's not Middle Eastern, bro. Tell me that's not Middle Eastern. And I'll... Hey, you tell me that's not Middle Eastern. I'll tell you that I don't have a beard, bro. Because that guy's Middle Eastern for sure. Are fun. I actually used to know a guy named Are fun. And you know what he was? A fucking taxi driver. Pay attention. 28-year-old. He denies that he engaged in any sexual activity without the consent of the woman on Christmas Eve 2017. Why is this... A story now then. Teesside Crown Court heard that the alleged victim, then 19, had been drinking with friends and had been put in a taxi after they became concerned about her. Now, this is this is very common. Hey, bitch, you drank too much. You're about to ruin our time. We're putting you in a cab then. Okay? Because this is your fault. This is your problem. Um, and I, that's fine. And I believe it. I do believe it. That it probably, that's, that's what they did. Um, they had to put her in a cab for it. I don't know what I'm looking for. I'll tell you what I know though. Kevin Durant's eating on these hoes, bro. Um, they put their girl in a cab and like their girlfriend, like these, there's a bunch of girls and their girl's going to ruin the night because she's going to be sick. They put her in a cab, they fuck off, they're back in the bar and they're having fun, right? And this is sort of like what happened that night with me and my man, Joshy Morgs, bro. So we were, we were in the club and this girl, she had no friends around. She's fucked up. She comes, sits next to me. She can barely talk. And I'm like, well, I can't leave her alone because someone's going to take sexual advantage of her, you know? So I'm like, Josh, we have to take this girl home, right? And he's like, I'm with you, bro. I take her to the toilet. I shove her in there and I was like, I'll come get you in five minutes if you don't come out. She came out in less than five minutes, which is incredible because I've never seen a woman do that before. Um, so I go, I grab her. I have to carry her down the stairs um, and I put her in a cab and I, and then I was like, fuck, Joshy Morgs, we got to get in the cab with her because otherwise, what if this cabbie fucks her? See, see, that's how I'm thinking. That's how I'm thinking. And I was like, you've got to come with me though. Because otherwise, if someone sees just me and then there's no other evidence 
and something happens to her, they're going to think it was me. But you're like, this is alibi situation, you know? So I'm thinking, bro. So I couldn't have been that fucked up. And I also remember every second of this. Drive all the way to the other side of town. This shit cost me like 60 bucks, this fucking cab. Um, bang. We, we didn't bang. No, no, no. Bang. We get there. Bang. We're fucking there. Um, she gets out of the cab and she goes into what's hopefully her home. Okay. Haven't heard anything else about this. Hopefully she's still around. God knows what her name or number is. We'll never know. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. Fuck. Yeah, it's over for the Clippers. Well, I mean, there's still another whole quarter. I've seen worse. Come- I've seen bigger comebacks. Because um, they're only down 14. Um, uh, yeah, so this is, see, this, so I took the safety precautions, but these girls, they just put that girl in a cab. No one knows. So this is what happens after that. After the, their friends are concerned about it, so they put it in a cab. Giving evidence during the trial, she said she believes her drink had been spiked in a bar and she has no recollection of what happened when in the taxi. Okay, said every bitch ever that ever had too many margaritas. Um, prosecutor Sean Dodds said that Ali was the taxi driver the teenager was taken to and he was given the address of where to go. Oh, his name's Arfan Ali. So Ali's his surname. Okay. But the court heard the alleged victim woke up the next morning at a relative's property, which was not the address her friend gave to Ali. She discovered scratches and bruises on her arms and legs when in the bath and was so and was sore, so contacted NHS Direct. I don't know what NHS is. They urged her to contact police and the jury was told after examinations that Ali's DNA was found on her underwear. Now, how are you going to deny that, Ali? And the rest of this is a long article, but... Um, He's pleading non guilty, but I'm still I'm still gonna give him poor posture. I'm not gonna give him. I'm you know that I'm the judge, jury, and executioner of this shit. I haven't read the rest of the article, so I'm not gonna give him my uh, sentence. But um, your posture is terrible, dude. You look like a number six. You got scoliosis. Go see a fucking orthopedic surgeon. Wait, do you see it? Orthopedic surgeon for your back. Yeah, they just do bones, right? Orthopedic or is that? Fuck, I don't know, because I saw orthopedic surgeon for my knees, bro. You know? I don't know. But, don't, hey, just, this is what I mean. Like, what, it, there's something weird about rape where they're not even happy getting a prostitute. Like, just getting, like, it's not that they just want to fuck. It's that they, um, they like taking advantage of people that are just in a vulnerable position. I don't know. And we've got one more here. Um, which I'm not, yeah, I'm not super chuffed about, but we're going to, we're going to fucking get into this. Andre Iguodala, that's my fucking second cousin, boys, with a bang out. Yes, sir. Vegan cafe that charged 18% man tax is set to close and so, and so fucking should. This feminism shit is getting to, is really fucking getting a bit much for me, bro. This feminism. It's just not even... It's just like... It's just too much. A cafe that caused controversy by charging male customers a man tax to bridge the gender pay divide is closing down. In a post entitled A Handsome Farewell, Miss O'Brien wrote... Oh, hold on. Sorry, the page is jumping all over the place. Uh, Handsome Her. 
A vegan cafe in Melbourne, Australia, sparked a global debate in 2017 when it announced it would offer women priority seating and charge men an 18% premium to reflect the gender pay gap. That is not a fucking thing, especially in hospitality. You get paid. You're such fucking idiots, man. It doesn't make sense that you, like, what do you mean? It's just a, a, a statement that you're making? You're fucking assholes, bro. That's so funny that I called him bro after saying that. <laughs> after two years of trading, the cafe announced it would be closing its doors for good on April 28th. Good. Uh, Co-owner Alexandra O'Brien has not detailed the reason behind the move, but Handsome Her has endured a widespread backlash for its perceived reverse sexism. 100%, you fucks. In a post entitled A Handsome Farewell, Ms. O'Brien wrote, It's been a wild journey to say the least. When we opened the Handsome Her in 2017, we expected that perhaps we might make a stir through our brazen public discussions of structural inequality and oppression. The man tax blew up the internet, an idea that we didn't think was all too radical, yet the way the world responded showed us how fragile masculinity is and solidified the necessity for us to confront and dismantle patriarchy. You guys are such fucking morons. I'm telling you, fragile masculinity? Okay. What if I fucking make a, a cafe with a female tax? You guys fucking almost shit your pants when Robbie's Chop Shop said no women. Like, understand that. You got Curves Gym, and if I rock up to it, I'm probably a fucking sexual predator, and you can't have an all-male barbershop? Get the fuck out of here. And then you want to do a man tax at a fucking cafe to dismantle the patriarchy? You're so fucking full of yourselves, you don't even understand how stupid the shit is that you're saying. Jeez, that really, really got to me, bro. Because I believe in equality. Equality. Where no one pays any fucking tax. The gender pay divide is, is so specific to certain situations that a cafe just needs to shut the fuck up about it. it it's, it's, um, you see it in Hollywood, but there's marketing value in every star. So... Like, if me and Brad Pitt are in a movie, Brad Pitt's a bigger star than me. So yes, he gets more money. It's not about gender. Because if, Scar- if Scarlett Johansson and I are in a movie, she's a bigger star than me. So she gets more money. Do you fucking understand that? It's not about gender. It's about um, box office appeal. Sports. You know, if there's more money in a sport, they're able to pay more money. You understand? If if a certain sport attracts more fucking um, advertising dollars and uh, fan, like, merchandise revenue, ticket sales, like the NBA versus the WNBA, that's why the NBA makes more money. That's why they pay their athletes more money. You want them to just cut everybody's salary and just dump it down into the WNBA who brings in no money? That doesn't make sense. What kind of sense does that make? Now, as I always say, the CEO situation where, um, or like the corporate, whatever, if you're up, if you're a director of a company and you're making, you know, $300,000, but the last director was a male and he was making $1 million, that's, that is a pay divide discrepancy and it's fucking bullshit. But in all other situations, you got to shut the fuck up. Hey, I work, 
I work at um, Chairs R Us. I'm looking at a chair right in front of me. I work at Chairs R Us, okay? I'm a sales rep. We don't make any commission. I'm on $38 an hour. Here's Susie, my friend, my coworker. Guess what she's on? $38 an hour because there's no gender pay divide. You fucking morons. Yes, we are the evil, discriminatory, man-hating dicks who charge men more when... When... More when didn't you know the wage gap doesn't even exist. Meanwhile, gentlemen's social clubs live on and strong around Melbourne and the world over. Why do you want to be a part of a gentleman's social club? I want to hang out with the guys. That's just like... A gentleman's social club is basically, um, you know, is probably a golf course and... Or, you know, a... A, a darts club with a bar and all this shit. It's a time to get away from the wife, get away from the kids, hang out with your fellow man and fucking have a few drinks. You know how, how you know how you girls go out for fucking lunch three times a week? It's the same fucking thing, except guys don't do that. They go to the fucking club. They go to the, the golf club. They go to the fucking, you know, I play social basketball in a, in a sorry, it's a male only league, you know? And you guys are fucking worried about about gentlemen's social clubs. Sorry, we ta- we still take you out for dinner all the fucking time. Sorry, I want to go hang out with the bees, bro. What's wrong with that? Grew up as a child hanging out with the bees. Was a fucking young man hanging out with the bees. Now I'm a man. Got myself a woman, and we love each other very much. You know what I want to do from time to time? That's fucking right. Hang out with the bees. It's got nothing to do with how much we fucking get paid, you dumb fucks. What are you even talking about? I cannot believe I had to go back into this again on this episode. She ended her message by thanking our community and friends who came and never left our sides and explained what that the team would be off to our next adventure up north where we would be doing some hands-on work. The announcement has been met with a mixed response. Some social media users have offered their well wishes with one writing on Facebook. You are heroes for what you developed and your vision and space has covered a void we will ache for. Christ. Um, You are the most amazing lesbian feminist activist and thanks for fighting the fight. Enjoy your next endeavors. You deserve respect and appreciation. I don't, I don't know, bro. There's just bigger, there's bigger fish to fry, bro. There's all types of schisms out there, bro. Um, and phobias, all types of obias and schisms, bro. Obi-Wan Kenobia. <laughs> He's done it. Um, no, okay. Now, it sounds like I'm being a uh, chauvinist here, and I'm not. I respect women. I love women. I fucking love women, bro. Love my mama. She raised me. Love Rach. Um, I love all you ladies. I love Jane, um, the listener from before in Georgia. And who sent this in? You got a name? No? You got a stupid email. I won't tell the people what your stupid email address is, but it doesn't really, um, let me know whether you're a male or a female. Um, I'm going to guess it was a male that sent this in because, um, a female probably wouldn't think this is fuck shit. Maybe they would. I mean, poor posture. And I do think it's poor posture because they're, they're blowing it out of proportion and it's just so like, you're acting like every woman gets paid less than every man and it's just not the case. It's just not the case. 
and so I'm a man, right? And I'm not, you know, I'm on a, I, I'm, I'm on a decent wicket, but okay. There's people out there that earn less than me that work fucking shitty jobs and you know, they're just, they're just working to get by. They're not living the dream or whatever. And they rock up to your cafe. They're, they're on the other end of a pay divide, right? Well, not the, not the other end of it. Not like women are getting paid more than men, but like they come in and they're not, they've got nothing to do with that shit. They're not getting any uh, male privilege. None. Okay. They're just living a straight life, working, working an honest living and fucking, you know, going home, feeding their kids and their wife off of the bullshit money they make, bro. And then they go to, they go to your cafe and they've got to pay 18% tax because you're a fuckhead because you think every man's evil. And that's not, that's not the fucking case. Not every man's evil. Not every man's fucking taking from women and fucking sowing our oats and fucking you go and you go in the kitchen, you go in there and you make me a fucking sandwich and you fuck. It's not like that. It's just not like that. So what you see, that's like me. That's like me opening a fucking cafe and charging an 18% white tax because every everybody gets white privilege. And white privilege is actually different to male privilege, believe it or not. White privilege isn't... I was born, um, I was born in the suburbs and my parents own fucking BHP and uh, I've never had to work for a dollar in my life. That's not white privilege. White privilege is being white. Okay. And not, um, sorry, my fucking phone's going bonkers. Um, uh, is being white and not ever having to experience things like being pulled over just because you're black. Being pulled over and getting... T- Sometimes you get pulled over. Yes, I understand. We've all probably been pulled over. You ever been told to get out of your car? You ever been told to put your fucking hands on the hood of the car? No? Oh, white privilege. Okay? It's just what it is. It just is what it is. You ever missed out on a job because you were... um <clears throat> eh? You've been, you ever been so qualified for a job, you knew you had that shit and somehow you didn't get it and then you found out who got it? I was like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. All right. Um, that's just what it is. And that's just not the same as being a man. Not the same. Men don't just get shit put in their laps. And neither do white people. But they, they also don't get the other shit. And maybe... Maybe women feel a different way about what I'm saying. Maybe women feel... But I don't think male privilege is as big as white privilege. And especially... Especially in the day and age that we live in now. Where being... Being a minority or being a victim has value. It is a currency. You're a lesbian who opened a cafe. You don't think... You don't think you had a leg up already on that? Oh! Good fucking point, Clay. Because there is currency in being a victim. I've talked about it before on the episode named Vitcoin instead of Bitcoin. You understand? It was a play on words. Vitcoin. Being a victim is a form of currency. Bro, I'll tell you a story. One of my closest friends, I'm not going to say his name, not even his first name, because I don't want him or his mother to be embarrassed by this. But um, I, I, I was involved in a racist incident. Where I, and I told, I, I was just talking about it over dinner or whatever at, at their place. And I was like, this happened. Um, 
And she just didn't really understand. She was like, what, well, why, like, why did he say that? And I was like, cause I'm black. And this is like, this is, this is the, the level of she's, she's not a racist by any means at all. She absolutely loves me, but the words like being black it, associated in her mind as being bad, that her way of comforting me was to say, Oh, you're not black. You know, like you're not an idiot, like that kind, like that kind of tone. And I was like, "Fuck, that's wild!" Like she just thinks that she's um made me feel better. You know, she's not trying to, she's not trying to be racist. She's that's like an ignorant thing to say. You know, so crazy, bro. And that's like, like I don't know, I don't know that I could open a cafe and people be like, "That black dude's got a cafe. Let's go there." There's. But there is there is currency in me being a victim. See see how I got that that sympathy from her. There like Jesse Smollett, his whole racist bullshit that he reckons he's going through. He's he's got half the world hate him because they know that it's bullshit. But the people that are believing him are just like yeah, like that sucks that he went through that. That's really painful, and he deserves more money on his show. And we're gonna, we're still gonna put him on TV, even though he's a piece of shit. It's just so wild. And it's the same with um, Me Too. That's that's like Me Too is so funny to me. Like someone comes out and they do a lawsuit, they get a bit of cash, and it's like, oh shit, Me Too. You know? Oh Me Too. Let me get a taste of this. Oh Me Too. Don't forget about me. I want some love. I want some attention. I want some recognition. Don't forget about, I'm just a woman. I'm so, oh, I'm so hard done by. I only make a million dollars a movie, but me too. Time's up. Time's up for men bringing in cash. I want, I want to bring in cash and that's fine. And if it is, if it is, if it was based on gender, I would understand it, but it's just not. Market value, bro. The exact same house can be built in my suburb and it can be built in the northern suburbs and it's going to cost about five times as much right here because of market value. This is where people want to be, okay? But it's the same as a movie. This is who people want to see, market value. This person gets paid more. It's not about gender. It's not. Bottom line is um, market value. So you got your Angelina Jolie. She's going she's gonna to make a grip off of every movie. And if you want it to be all equal, okay, you should all... The next, the next woman, whoever, whoever's playing under her, so it's not like a lesser known name. Um, I don't know. Let's say Tina Fey. Okay, like it's just all I could think of. And also I just looked at a book with Tina Fey on it. Um, she's a pretty big name, but she's not she's not like Angelina Jolie status, okay? But if she's playing the, the, the second role and we're talking equality, she needs to get exactly the same amount as Angelina Jolie. So either you need to raise more funds to pay her that or Angel- Angelina can take a fucking pay cut because it's about equality now. It's not, it's not about who you are. It's not about merit. It's not about your pedigree. It's just about everything being equal. It's just about everyone getting a participation trophy. It's just about, let's take away any anyone ever being the MVP. You know, because we're all equal. 
I know I average 45 points per game and you only average three points per game, but we're equal. You're, you are the same as me and you get paid the same amount as me and we can both take home a trophy. What's the point of comp- being competitive? This is this has gone on way too long, this whatever I'm talking about. I don't fucking know anymore. But I do think they've got poor posture because I don't think you can charge a fucking man tax. No one's ever charged a fucking woman tax. No one, no woman has ever gone into a coffee shop and um, paid $4 for a small coffee while a man walked in and paid $3. It's never happened. It's not once happened. Matter of fact, you ever gone to a nightclub lady? You ever, you ever get, you ever gone on a date? Did you have to pay for dinner? Did you have to pay for the movie? How many free drinks do you get every time you go out? Don't worry, I'll wait. It's wild, bro, that that you can just turn a blind eye to all that shit. And that's not, that's not female privilege. It's just so wild, bro. And I don't hate you for it. I don't hate you for it. Have I, has a girl ever bought me a drink that wasn't my girlfriend? No. No. I mean, me and Rachel take it into, we go on dates all the time. And instead of splitting bills, I'll pay for this one, you pay for that one, I'll pay for this one, you pay for that one. You know? So yeah, Rachel's bought me tr- plenty of drinks. That's my girlfriend though. I've never had a girl say, hey Clay, um, do you want to go out sometime? And I've said yes. And then she's, She's taken me out and it's been on her. You know what you know what it's ended up being? It when I've been asked out by a girl, I've taken them out. So basically when I've been asked out by a female, it's basically been like, hey Clay, do you want to take me out and pay for everything? Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm not mad at you for it, and I'm gonna do it. Because I'm a gentleman, which is something that I'm supposed to be, right? Because you want gentlemen? Imagine if I fucking Let's you 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 could split this. What? Guess that guess there won't be a second date, huh? If I do that, just saying. I'm just saying. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it is the truth. This is the this isn't always the shit that you want to hear. At the welcome to the potty podcast, but it is the shit that you need to hear. And it's been like that from the from the jump since international him was on. He 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 coined that term. He coined that term. It's not always the shit that you want to hear, but it's the shit you need to hear. And ain't that the motherfucking truth, boy? Oh, shit. I went I went off on that one. Triple M, if you can take us to this fuck shit. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack. A fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack. A fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit. Um, okay, well, I'm just reading the headline of this because I don't I don't think anything else needs to be said, and I've said this before on the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but oh god, this hurts me to even say this. Two-year-old girl sucks on used condom found in McDonald's meal. Oh lord. Oh my god. Oh my god. A two-year-old girl sucks on a used condom found in McDonald's meal. Now, somebody's got to get fired. And if he's not going to own up, everyone gets fired. And we've got to bring in a whole new squad. Also, don't go to McDonald's ever again, anybody. Please. Please. I've heard enough of these stories. 
You got the woman from last year who um who's who got a coffee and um it was hooked up to the cleaner, so she was drinking cleaning cleaning liquid. You've seen you know chicken heads in the nuggets, all types of wild shit, bro. Nah, nah, that's some fuck shit, bro. Now this shit sounds fucking hilarious here. I hope it's not. I hope it's not too crazy. Um. Chinese woman hospitalized after howling uncontrollably at Avengers Endgame. The college student cried so hard she started to hyperventilate. <laughs> How emotional is Avengers Endgame? It sent one person to hospital. <laughs> the final installment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it is here. And some fans are having a hard time dealing with it. One Chinese woman ended up howling uncontrollably at the cinema to the point that she was immediately hauled off to the emergency room after hyperventilating. <laughs> what? Get a fucking life, bro. At the movie's midnight premiere on Wednesday, the 21-year-old college student cried so much that she started to feel chest pain and struggled to breathe. Before she was carried on to an ambulance, she was hit by muscle spasms in her arms and legs with her fingers stuck in a clutching position. Now, that is turn. That's some fuck shit. Who sent this in? Josh. Shout out to Josh. I used to know a name called, uh, a guy called Josh, and he actually had a, uh, he had a, he had a Jufro, uh, but he wasn't even Jewish, bro. Um, he was brewish. He used to have a lot of them fucking, uh, them beers. And he had a sister. And, um, we used to want to get around her, but you know, bro code, you're not allowed, you're not really allowed to get around your friend's sisters, but shout out to Josh. Um, and shout out to Josh who sent this story in because, um, that is fucking absurd. Uh, what else have we got here? There was, oh yeah, this was the other one I wanted to talk about. Um, a parrot tipped off drug dealers to a raid authorities say now he's in custody. The cops have taken in a fucking bird. A parrot was taken into custody Monday after nearly spoiling a raid while playing lookout for two crack dealing suspects by repeatedly yelling, Mama, Polacia! According to Brazilian police in the state of Piauí. I don't know where that is. Brazil, I guess. Um, the phrase means mama, police. Of course, of, duh, nigga. Like, who doesn't know that? Police encountered the unnamed parrot at the home of the two alleged crack cocaine dealers perched inside a small brick one-story home with a windowless facade. As police searched for the suspects, it seemed the lime green bird knew exactly what to do. That is so fucking tough. That's so tough. Shout out to that bird for being a straight up homie, bro. That bird is fucking down for the cause. You, you, you hurt. Um... Now, let's see if this game's still on, by the way. Um, yeah, that, that bird's a fucking dope dealer, bro. Um, that is some fuck shit, though, that, that they almost got away with it because a bird, bro. And then the cops took it into custody like it's a felon. Guess what, bro? That bird's not a person. Not allowed to arrest a bird, bro. You're not animal control, Duke. What the fuck are you talking about? You came back. If I was your police chief, I'd be like, you came back with a fucking bird? You're fired. Give me your gun and your badge. You know, like the movies. Give me your fucking gun and badge right now. 
That's what I'd be like if I was a fucking police chief, man. Fucking get in your pants! Um, searching Amazon in Google shopping shows violent porn. Searching Amazon in Google shopping shows violent porn. You guys are hilarious. Um, this is just loading right now. We're in the ad break right now of the game as well. So there's not heaps for me to talk about while this loads. Okay, here we go. Salt Lake City. Um, Hold on, who sent this in? Adam. Shout out to Adam. I used to know a guy named Adam. He, he was a cue ball. That means he had a bald head. We called him Chrome Domus. We used to call him Crotum instead of Adam. And then everyone started calling him Scrotum. And then he used to get his nuts out all the time. Um, and as, a, as the story has it, he actually took his nuts out at the, uh, the wildlife reserve and got kicked in the dick by a kangaroo and had to go to hospital, twisted his nutsack around and turned blue. Um, so all the best to Adam. Um, a warning for parents, um, as a investigation has found doing a simple search for the word Amazon on Google brings up something you may not expect when you click the shopping tab, violent Rape, pornography, Christ. Searching Amazon on Google.com brings up the company Amazon as the first search result. Clicking the shopping tab just below the search bar lists a DVD for Amazon Jail, which is described as an action-adventure film where violence, rape, and romance run rampant. Nudity is featured on the DVD's cover. Um, well, guess what we're fucking doing right now? We're Googling that shit. Google. Fucking hell, this fucking computer sometimes. Google.com. And then we're gonna... Fuck you, you stupid fucking computer. Google.com. Amazon. And then click shopping. It didn't happen for me, boys. But let's go to Pornhub real quick. And um, we'll see if Amazon Jail comes up and you guys can have a quick listen to what kind of sh- uh, shit um, is in there. So Amazon Jail, let's go uh, Pornhub. What's the score here? Golden State is up 108 to 91 uh, with 8 minutes and 30 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Pornhub, Amazon Jail... And you guys might, you guys might really love this, you know? Um, whoa, this is, there's a lot of porn on here, but, um, none of it is, none of it's Amazon jail. It's definitely some, um, some people doing some wild shit on here. Uh, let's just go back to Google though and search, um, Amazon jail full movie <laughs> that doesn't look like porn 1982 let's see let's see what the uh yeah um two of the top three results we received included amazon jail and gay incest romance film titled from beginning to end <laughs> Um, 
top search result in on several devices was Amazon Jail. Not on this fucking device. And then when you do safe search, it was on it, it still was the second result. This is so stupid, bro. Um oh shit, the game just fucked up. Yeah, there we go, there we go. Fuck off, ads. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whoever sent this in, you obviously didn't do any research because I'm not finding anything here, bro. I'll just ch- I'll just check um if you can hear that, that's Amazon Jail. But it's just really... There's not really pornography at all, hey. There's no comments on this. There's not even any nudity. Well, it's on YouTube. Um, whoever sent that in, Adam, go fuck yourself. Don't send more shit in, bro. Unless you fucking, you better source that shit. Sorry, guys. That was the most unsourced, listen, this fuck shit ever, man. But I'm, I'm out. That was a long episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, considering I had absolutely no, no, um, material in mind. Uh, but I'll tell you what. I really enjoy this shit. I love you guys. This is Welcome to the Potty. Uh, we are Welcome to the Potty on everything. If you fucks can please share, um, add it to your stories or whatever, this is Welcome to the Potty. Tell a friend to tell a fucking friend, man. We're trying to just, I'm not charging you any money for this shit. Support us however you can, bro. Um, and sisters, because we got some sisters sending in some poor posture of the week, which I love, bro. We had Georgia um, and Jane today. Um, which is fucking unreal. Uh, I love that women still, still listen to this, even though I'm such a silly goose. Um, I'm watching this game right now. That's Steph pulling up. Oh, there was a foul. I think Kevin Durant just wiped Danilo Gallinari's shot off the backboard, bro. He's ill. Oh shit. Get the fuck out, bro. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend, bro. We got a fucking sign. So, you know, this shit's legit. Shout out to Luda, Ludala on Instagram. Um, follow his shit. Follow Gross Motif. Order the new shit. I'm going to order the new shit since I just got rid of one of my old ones. Um, and, um, yeah, man, you know what it is. This is Welcome to the Party. And as always, bung bung. Baby, girl, come to